Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, friends. It's Mark Bittman, host of Food. If you haven't listened yet, We talk about recipes, of course, and a lot about cooking, but also about injustices in the food system and how America's food policy is moving both forward and backwards. We had climate expert, genius, and all-around great guy Bill McKibben, Leslie Nicole, who's Downton Abbey's Mrs. Patmore, and legendary Gullah Geechee cook Emily Meggett. We've got much more in store for you. Fantastic guests like Alice Waters, Dan Levy, Cory Booker, and Jack Papan, plus our customary recipes and, starting soon, commentary or, depending on the day, rants. Please check us out. I'm sure you'll like the podcast. Thanks. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Doing voiced waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm singing. Don't know why. Well, I know why. We won two one. We won the derby. How are we doing, everyone? It is episode 32 of United People's podcast. It's me. It's Alex. It's Val. And it's Neil. I reckon it's Neil down there in the corner. Yes, it's Neil. Come on people i don't know what to say in this intro this is like me and my match reaction after the game i lost my i was up the fucking reds i can't (laughs) that's my line (laughs) (laughs) but look lads how's everyone doing today alex good to have you back um you've got a smile on your face everyone's got a smile on their face and come on this is gonna be a cracking episode we're speaking about whether or not you think we could united can be considered genuine title contenders but i have a reaction to the game itself We'll preview the Palace game. We play them on Wednesday, and then we've got Arsenal on Sunday. Fucking hell, big week coming up. And the game's coming thick and fast every three days, I think, until March. But Alex, mate, I'm on. Woo. Not, even, not even in your wildest dreams could you have imagined coming from 1-0 down to beat City in that, fa- in that fashion, right? I don't know. I was telling everybody all week that we were going to win. And then when City's goal went in, I just sort of thought, fuck, you know, we've... It hasn't hasn't quite gone to the script, but you know, a bit of luck perhaps on the second goal, and 
overall probably the better team in that game and, and deserved a bit of luck. Um, we probably won't get another like questionable decision the rest of the season now after all the fucking uproar that's gone uh, off the back of it. We st- I mean, people are still posting like still pictures of it with Rashford removed, with like Alan Brazil instead of Rashford going through on goal. Like, <laughs> Wait, I think Sky <laughs> yeah. Sports did a 15-minute video on it today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's content for content's sake. You know all about that game. But um, it's good to be back on the pod anyway. Sorry I've missed the last few. But, uh, yeah, it's good well, to be uh, back. You're not... Big big pod wanker. Like yeah, you are it. You're, you're literally known as a big pod wanker now. And I think that's just gonna, that's, <laughs> that is a name, that's a name that's going to stick. But uh, mate, well, hopefully, game... I'm back, hopefully I'm back every other week then. <laughs> well, mate, you might be back after Sunday because that will be an absolutely huge one. What, what game we've got set up at the Emirates. But we'll speak about the Derby game first. Neil, it feels good to i suppose not only look right we've beaten city before like was it, we've beaten like was it last year on the solskjaer beaten two was it two years ago on the solskjaer when mctominay scored the second one in, in the last minute yeah, but it still didn't feel like that was a, a a game or a result which sort of shifted the balance of power in manchester and they, they were talking about that before the game and it feels it it feels like something's happening right i, I don't know whether it's just me saying it whether it's just me continuing to get overhyped but to do that against City, uh, especially to come from 1-0 down as well, because normally when City go one a lot like that, it's like it's kind of game, set and match, right? Mm. I think, well, it was kind of the yardstick one, wasn't it, given the 6-3 tonking we got, which flattered us massively, the 6-3. I mean, they, they'd stop playing. They really had stopped playing when Martial decided to, to start scoring. It, this, for me, was like the... I don't know. It's almost one of these things that you... No matter who you beat of United, it's... Well, you're meant to beat them. And there's, it's been quite a long time since we beat the teams we've been, we meant to beat. But this one was like the kind of, so we, you know, we beat Bournemouth, we beat sort of teams that you're meant to beat. But then we're not really meant to beat City based on the last time how it went. I mean, it was it was tragic. It was awful. Yeah. I think for me, this was just like, like how far have we come? And I go into, I mean, I said 2-1 on the pod last week. But I, I'm, not, I'm not sure I meant it. I kind of <laughs> I, like I think you all did, didn't you? I was the one saying one or one. I think all of all three of you combined said two one. Mm. Well, I got well, a bit carried away, you know, because Matt was talking about winning the quad, and I thought I got to fucking throw something in. So I thought two one, and then it did. But I, I started going to the gym again recently, and my heart was going way more watching that than anything I've managed to do in the gym <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. It felt. I mean, it was the manner of it. It was Rash- Rashford doing the longest dummy in history. I just love that. It was amazing. <laughs> no, it was just amazing. It's just, it's just um, it's the. I was talk- talking about this with my missus, who doesn't really get it, but like you know, it was just the restorative power of football. You know, nothing. No, you forget just its ability to put a smile on your face and change your whole mood. It was incredible. Couldn't say anything. Can't say anything more. Really, I was. Yeah, it was just incredible. I bow. Follow that. <laughs> yeah, it just depends about reiterate Neil's points in terms of. Last season for me, when we lost to Old Trafford, was a lot more humiliating in terms of the manner of the performance against City in the derby than the 5-0 loss to Liverpool. Liverpool just got, I wouldn't say lucky, but they were just clinical with every every chance they had. City properly schooled us in terms of, we couldn't, we didn't even want to take a goal kick because we were that petrified of what they were going to do when they got the ball. And I, I, I made, my, my prediction was based on how I thought they didn't look right with Haaland up top and the, uh, the way they're playing at the moment. And that was evident again on Saturday. He wasn't in the game at all. And that's credit to um, Ten Hag's tactics and how, how they were um, carried out by, by the players. Mate, um, I'm, I'm, they, they I'm pretty sure. Mate, I'm pretty sure that 
City have one shot on target, which I think yeah. is the lowest that there's ever been for Pep for City in a Premier League game. And that's with a back four of Malasia, Shaw, Varane and fucking Wan-Bissaka. That's, that's almost staggering. That's that's not our first two, our two first choice fullbacks. It's not our two first choice centre-backs. It was just to a man, the performance in itself was that first half was a proper game of chess, wasn't it? It was two two tacticians going up against each other and Ten Hag made the right call. I put Fred in the start, my predicted start at 11. Fred made a difference, right, in that first half, certainly. Doing a number on De Bruyne, cutting the space out for him. Rodri, by the way, I mean, he's good, isn't he? He's very, he's very, very good. He's, <laughs> very I was like, good. fuck's sake. Every, every time he had the ball, he somehow had like five yards of space all around him. It was a pillow, very, isn't he? Uh, it was very, very good. And he, If anything was going to happen, it was happening through him. But yeah. second half comes around. Look, De Bruyne lost Casemiro. If Casemiro was going to take him down there, it was going to be a pen. And he might, he probably wouldn't have got a red, would he? Well, if Casemiro no. taking him down there, would it be in red? No, because he's not through on goal. It's not a goal scoring opportunity. Oh, yeah. It's just, right. It, yeah. Right. He, he lost him there. Grealish, Grealish put the finish in. I think you're kind of... I don't really know what's going on with City and Hart. Obviously, he's, he's still scoring, but even when he has been scoring, that's they play kind of around him he just he, he typically stays in the box and he gets like two or three touches but then he scores yeah i, I saw i saw a video today where he um united denied them of all the space in between the lines so they couldn't get anything into Haaland. so he's then come deep and then a couple of times whether they have gone out wide the ball's gone in and he's 10 yards back because he's not expected to be there so that was all down to how united played and then second half you're going to expect a team with the quality of the players City have got to react and suddenly do some tactical changes. And, and that's and that's what they did. And for 15, 20 minutes, they had the upper hand, got their goal. And then we were fortunate in the manner of our equaliser, which I'm sure we'll come on to. I don't think it's been discussed in on Sky Sports or whatever. Oh, man, they are pissed, front, front aren't page they? of the Daily Mail and everything. Hey, what, why? I mean, I know why that. they're pissed. Just, just to add on, just to add on what Bal's saying there. There's something not quite right with City at the moment. It was a weird, weird performance from them on Sunday, on Saturday. Um, just in the way that they didn't really play to Harlan's strength. They've got they've got this guy up front. He's pretty much unstoppable if you get him in space. There were so many times he was trying to spin in behind Varane and behind Shaw, and they just never seemed to like want to play the ball in there. They just kept playing it sideways. It was almost like they were just trying to keep possessions, as if they were a bit afraid of us on the counter attack. And whether that's whether that's testament to the way our forward players are playing, or whether Pep was a bit cowardly, because it was a pretty cowardly, timid performance from them. I've seen the not play that you. type of they don't play that type of football, do they? Get it out wide, put it in the box. They want to play those three like. I came back to it last last week, the goal against Chelsea, where I think it was like 10 passes coming into the box, short little one-twos and involved in a tapping. That's what they want to do. With Haaland, it's it's very, very difficult. Yeah, but De Bruyne's to... game is all about picking <clears throat> picking the right pass, isn't it? I mean, there's there's no question that he's got the ability to find Haaland when he makes those runs. That, that's just, it's like they weren't looking for him. Yeah, but that's what that's what Fred did that first half, didn't he? Fred, Fred cut that space out for De Bruyne, so they couldn't find him in the spaces that he needed to be. And then Haaland, uh, Haaland just got frustrated. You know, uh, you know when Ronaldo, whenever he got pissed off, he would drop like thirty yards deeper just to, just mm. to get the ball. There was at one point I saw a photo of it. I can't don't remember it in the game where Haaland was like towards the edge of his own fucking box. 
Like he was yeah. deep. He was deep in City's half to receive the ball. Like shit me, give me the ball. And that's not what he's been doing thus far. Because City, are, I mean, they they kind of dominated possession, but they, in, especially in that first half, they just kept going back to front and side to side, and they never really got past our, our defense. It was a very disciplined performance from from everybody. And I, there's so many individuals you can speak about. We, let's speak about the two goals in itself, though. Like that that goal, passing Casemiro. I mean, look. If any team scores that against us, we are pissed. We are fuming. Fuming. But <laughs> we scored it. <laughs> so it's fantastic. Because <laughs> it was offside, right? Absolutely, he's affecting the mindset of Edison. He's affecting the mindset of Akanji. It's offside. But I don't really we know how it I think I call it the board yeah, now. It isn't. I don't know though, because the way the the way the rules written, it's specific but also vague at the same time. I don't know if there's a word for that in English language, but it's specific Confusing. about what constitutes offside, but it's not about what 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 is considered a, a you know taking part um, of being like effect, of affecting the play. So, do you have to touch the opponent? Do you have to physically block them? You know, is running near the ball? Considered affecting the play. If he, you know I think if he wasn't there, I think Bruno still possibly gets. You know, it. You know I mean, yeah, I think Bruno still gets the ball first. If you look at the yeah. pace on the ball, Akanji's not sprinting; he's jogging anyway. By the time he realizes realizes Rashford is there, this the problem. The, the mistake he makes, Akanji, is that he effectively, I want to say, stop. He, he just kind of just jogs then. Whereas, had he carried on sprinting and probably played to the whistle... If, if Rashford broke his runoff five yards earlier, there's almost no debate. It's just that he got to the edge of the box. And it would all, I mean, honestly, it was really... I mean, high IQ from Bruno to be screaming at him to leave it. But from Rashford, yeah. it was a bit... It, it was almost like he didn't quite understand it. He was almost about to touch the ball when he was obviously offside. So, but yeah, smart right. by Bruno. Law, I mean, just, just by the specifics of the law, I think it's probably a goal, but... The law's fucking... Oh, who strange. fucking cares? We, 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 we yeah, but that's what I mean. Like... Who, who gives a shit? Like, it, it's just the the amount of fume there has been to that goal in itself. There's been... There's what is it? There's been pictures of um of people who have removed Rashford and said if Rashford wasn't there, it would have been... It, would, it would have been, wouldn't have been a goal. Yeah, just ignoring the fact the ball's like going going diagonally at like 15 Sky, miles an hour. Sky Sports are there doing like full-on interviews with Dermot Gallagher and his little ref watch for 15 minutes. Then they're doing another video today with some other bloke having a conversation about how the laws are broken. There was there was a bit of outcry at the Salah goal that scored against Wolves, but there was there was a smidge in comparison to this like yeah, this, this tsunami. This tsunami it. it is that has come this there's, there's a video of um, Sanchez doing it for Arsenal. Almost yeah, yeah 2017 FA Cup final. Pep's had a full hissy fit. I don't oh. care about the league. I don't care about the cup. <laughs> yeah. He's throwing the toys out the I mean, it's such it's a like The editing, it's the Photoshop heroes that will come out and just remove it. You, you can't conveniently just remove It's like, okay, where, where does it stop? I remove, I remove the pitch, the ball, every player. We're just looking into a void. Football's no longer important. Yeah, the laws I, of football are a joke anyway. I mean, like, yeah, they are a joke. Rule, the offside rule. Of course they are. I mean, you're, Jake... right, though, Sam. you're right by saying if that happened, if everyone said it, the manager said it, basically. I think Bruno said it. Like, if that happened, you, you take it. But if that happens against you, you get why everyone's pissed off. But yeah, you go, you, have to, you also have to say, fuck them. Yeah, mate, off the top, I can't remember anything off the top of my head, but I know quite a few times this season there have been some pretty fucking outrageous decisions against us. I think Sancho... For a penalty against yeah. Newcastle, if I can yeah, remember one off top of my head, yeah. there's been some stonewall. Some it's the way that football goes. There's no point getting too pissed off about a decision that goes against you, 
or too happy about when it goes for it. It will fucking level itself out across. We the are literally system. two or three pods away from whining about a decision. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course we, we are. I can't wait for it. Next week we're going to be we're going to be moaning about it, but this week it's we're just going to that speak. we've all we've all played football. I mean, not quite a, as high a level as Bow in his back garden, but we've all played football to some level, and we know the way the game is played, right? Like some of these tackles that are red cards in a, in a normal amateur football match are not a red card. If you if Rashford's miles offside, the flag goes up. It's offside. Nobody questions it. If you block, you know, if you, if, if the ball hits your arm completely accidentally, and there's not a slow motion replay. You know, it's not handball. It's just frustrating for people like us to watch it, watch sort of how the game is these days. I see experienced football aficionados, yeah. I played football until I was 13, so I, I wouldn't really look at me. I wasn't, mate. <laughs> oh, cheers. I was bored looking at Marcus Balford over there in the bottom. What, what in his full tracksuit, yeah, yeah. Which, which, quite unquote, he didn't buy himself. Yeah, yeah. All right, mate. All right, mate. But look, mate. Raphael Balvaran. <laughs> like... Can we talk about the goal? Can we talk about Garnacho? Can we talk about Rashford? Can we talk about Old Trafford itself? I was there for the 2-1 against Liverpool and I was like, fuck. That was the first time I was in TRA. And I was like, this is the best I've heard Old Trafford in a long time. But I yeah. think that that atmosphere, even before kickoff, was was loud. It was Everybody knew that. I think, Neil, everybody knew. All the fans were on the edge of how far have we come. Everybody went into that game knowing that we'd only lost one in 18. But ultimately, if we lost against City... There'd be a huge sort of, oh, here we go. All right, okay, see you in a couple of months. But mm. because we've beaten City, it builds on top of that 18-game period where we've only lost one. So we've now beaten Spurs at Old Trafford, City at Old Trafford, Arsenal at Old Trafford, Liverpool at Old Trafford. The, 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 the typical big six, we need Chelsea for the full, for the absolute full house. It shouldn't be too hard though, should it, Chelsea? It shouldn't be, not the way they're playing. It's, it's fucking brilliant. And Garnacho to come on as an 18-year-old, right? Like, was it seven months ago he was in the FA Youth Cup final and now I think he's got five assists so far this season amazing that is five assists mm. he's got that winner against Fulham in the last minute and to do that man what a fucking moment for him and what a moment for Rashford nine consecutive goals at Old Trafford setting records this is a new Rashford that's what I mean you can look everywhere for people who are improved the celebration Danny Welbeck pulled that bad boy out for the third against that's Liverpool very good guys. Really enjoyed that. In fact, that might have been the highlight of the weekend. <laughs> Wait, what a weekend. <laughs> what a weekend. It was just, it's just the way Ten Hag said it, fucking era's come to an end. And we were like, no, that's a good quote. But shit, that's, that's just every single week it's, it's coming back and there's, there's more to it now. But look, it ultimately leads to the main question in the title of the podcast. Are, at this point, are United genuine title contenders? Is that is that a conversation that we... Because I think we're all pretty moderate fans. Is that a conversation we can have at this point? Obviously. Bow, you're on mute. But, <laughs> but I'll, I'll say what he's saying. I'm just going to touch on his moose. I was going to just touch on the point you made there, which comes exactly into what I was going to say. There's so much pressure on Rashford to deliver at the moment. I mean, he's he's handling it. And he's probably carrying it himself. But to quote yourself in terms of become proper contenders, we badly need the likes of um, Sancho, Martial, Weghorst, Anthony to come to the party with goals and assists now and remove some of that burden on him. Because if Anthony didn't really look like doing doing anything on Saturday, Garnacho, you're relying too much on a, a young lad. Whatever he adds is a bonus. So everybody else, those, those other kind of first teamers, they need to start coming to the party now. 
because we're we're in a very very busy 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 period where players are gonna need rests as well. I mean, yeah, we, what, I think what, everything what, you're saying is like bang on, but the question is, are they are we in a title race? And like the obvious answer is yes, with caveats, but obviously yes, we are right. I mean, the difference is like we're, we're nine points clear, nine points behind sorry at the moment. Yeah, we're nine points behind yeah. Arsenal. Where uh, if we win our game in hand against Palace, we're eight points clear of Spurs. So I mean, the, the difference for Arsenal is they're nine points clear today, and eight, nine and eight points clear United and City. That could be three and two by this time next week. That's exactly, and that's yeah, and when if you look at that, if you look at the that's, that's when the, that's when the real we've got a bit of an advantage. Arsenal have played. Arsenal played some of their harder games at home, the majority of them at home. They've got a lot of tough away games. They've still got to play got City, City twice. twice. Yeah, right? twice. We've, already, we've already played City twice. We've got that out of the way. If we can get a draw on Sunday against Arsenal, that means we're taking, what, uh, seven points from those four games against the two other top three teams. So, I don't know. It's, it's all going to get really tight by, uh, by the time we get to sort of March. Neil, uh, Neil, are we contenders, yes or no? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the actual squad, yeah, I mean, this, yeah, we are hundred percent. I mean, I, I, it was one of these things where you go right as soon you know what's going to happen as soon as we win that. That's the conversation. That's that conversation just starts literally as soon as the whistle goes. And part of me was just like, well, I just want to enjoy this. Just would literally want to just enjoy this result, enjoy the moment. But then after about five minutes, you get, like, you get carried away, and you yeah, fucking right, we are. And then it, it does come down to we, we yeah, it does come down to what Arsenal. I've got to deal with in in the very near future. Um, they did look very good against. Well, actually, Spurs second half didn't look too bad, but they were dreadful first half. And Arsenal Spurs, look, Spurs are worse than I thought they were. Arsenal are a very very good team now. Like they don't look like they're going to panic. They don't look like they're going to implode. They look like they control games. They're they're, they're very very good. Like it's easy to call them Red Leicester, and which is very good by the way. I think Red Leicester said that last week. <laughs> 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 I've not heard that. that. That is a good one. You said it last week. But anyway, Red Leicester is, I mean, it's not quite as surprising as Leicester at 5,000 to 1, but it is still it's still quite a surprise at this point. But the surprise has gone a bit now. They are legitimately a very, very good team and we do need them to slip yeah. up. But you're the right. Majority the majority of the league is up. poor this year, right? Spurs are poor. Liverpool are poor. City are not quite at their best. Chelsea are poor. You, you say, so, I, th- I, th- I think some of the lesser teams have got better. Fulham now is a difficult game. Yeah, but they shouldn't be anywhere near. No, but Brighton is certainly a difficult game. Brighton are beating Liverpool, beating United, beating Chelsea. Yeah, but they're not contenders. The big big clubs, like the level has dropped a bit. I think think the Premier League's become a lot more attainable this year. Like like previous years, it was City or Liverpool just fucking running away with it and there was nothing that anybody could do. There are parallels with with Leicester, right? There are parallels with with the Leicester season. If... I mean, if I don't, I don't expect they will. But if City were to fall away and it was us against Arsenal, that, there's parallels I mean, there with, it, with Leicester and Spurs. If, if, if you go back ten years or so, it was perfectly normal to lose four to six games a season and win the league. Yeah, it's only when Pep's come and then obviously Klopp's had to rise to that, where suddenly this ninety, ninety nine hundred point season where they're fucking next winning close to every single game. Yeah, yeah. Where there's literally... And credit to them, they raised the bar to that level. Um, but Liverpool have stalled in whatever they're doing. Um, mm. And Good City uh, sitting hit, hitting some, some blocks at the moment. But Arsenal now come to the party, but I don't think... They, they'll they certainly get the 90-odd points, Arsenal. Well, wait, Gary Neville was speaking after, after the um, game on Sunday, and he's saying still... He thinks City are going to win the league. 
mm. he thinks United are going to come second. And I don't know where he's put Arsenal. He always plays he's... it safe, though. He always. Plays I mean, that's it the safe, opposite of playing it safe. Arsenal fucking nine points clear at the top. Yeah, of the I league. know, but that, the easy, mm. the easy thing to say is that I still think City will win. But it's but, like we're not even we're not even half a season in. I, I think Arteta's got a bit of Kevin Keegan in him. I think he's got a full yeah. Keegan in him. <laughs> Like, well, he's re- just, he's, he's ready like, even even this even the, this weekend against Spurs against Spurs when they were supposed to be on like best behavior, you could see it was like bubbling out of his skin this like desire to be a shit house. <laughs> I, I quite like that about him, but he just looks like he's on the edge of losing it constantly, and um, it, his, it, his it, players it, are as well. Mate, it feels like I think Arsenal are dealing really well with the pressure. I think they are. Uh, and I think the thing that's impressed me the most is post-World Cup, they had Gabriel Jesus getting injured and they still sort of, they continued and Nketiah's coming. He looks yeah. pretty good. But it one still shit does defeat though. One, it still does like, feel one like... dodgy defeat against... Like, if I mean. we went there, like we've got a game midweek, they're expecting to roll us because we'll be knackered. We'll probably have, we'll probably have to rotate the squad and things over the next couple of games. If we went there and beat them 1-0 on like a dodgy, dodgy penalty or something... You know, you just know like Arsenal fan TV will be out in force again, like, and it could all it could all implode from there with those two games. They've got City in the cup, City in the league. They've got City three times in fairly quick succession, haven't they? Like, I know why well, they've got them in the FA. Is it FA Cup and they got them in the league? FA um, Cup then league. I think one game's yet to be re- rearranged. Yeah, yeah. When you look, I think as it stands, we're recording this podcast on Monday evening, right? Monday the 16th of Jan. As it stands, Man United are title contenders, but very much this week could change that conversation. Um, yeah. Games yeah. games come thick and fast. And I'll be completely honest, this Crystal Palace game could really do the fucking off. Yeah, uh, it's, it been, it's been thrown on the club. Obviously, the games got delayed because uh, the Queen died. Uh, and this was the oh. week that they chose. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but in, in a way, in a way, I think I'd much prefer it now, where confidence is high, compared to remember when Liverpool left to go there when they chased in the title, Chris Ball in the three. Yeah, over, I remember yeah, it very yeah. well. I oh, we will not forget. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be. That I just got a canoe horrible. in my pocket. That would be, <laughs> that would be horrible in terms of it's a horrible fixture at that time of year. So, Park's never a good but, place, man. Yeah, but they're in a. Bit, I mean, Spurs fucking turned they're them on four the other week. They're fucking. They're in, they're in a bit of bad form, so I think it's. Well, double one of them, either the the best fixture for them to turn up or just go and just smash them. Do it in an hour. It's a bit of a long trip, a lot bit of a long trip though, and it like late kick off and. You only live around the corner. Yeah, really? not for me. Do you know what? It is, it is actually it is a real ball like getting down there. It you. is horrible. It's almost as, it's almost as bad as getting to Manchester. I lived there for what seven years, so I know I know how how annoyed people get when they're like, I live in London. Yeah, where do you live? Crystal Palace. That oh, isn't London, mate. We had a good time there. We had a good time there last year, didn't we? I I think we did. We do a pod after the after last year. Yeah, we did uh, because we were were first pod or one of the was an an early days pod, wasn't it? It might have been. It was around about that time because we were (laughs) we were in the box and then um, we were above the the away end and we had nothing to celebrate that year, so we were just on our phones and seeing that the City and Liverpool goals happening, so just to make sure the Liverpool didn't win it and then sit. It was it was it was it was magnifique. Yeah, I wouldn't call it magnifique though. It's about as enjoyable, as much enjoyment as we could possibly get from that situation. Right, a bit of roast shit. duck and a bit of fucking shit. Oh, yeah. housing. That was great. That was nice. I actually bought a bottle of champagne <laughs> and you pay for it. <laughs> yeah, no, Betway did. And you Betway. Who's going to pay? Who's going to play? Who's going to start? I, uh, I think Bow's right. There has to be some sort of rotation. And I, the big question, the main question for me is around Casemiro because Casemiro and Fred 
both on the, uh, if they're both both one yellow card away from missing the Arsenal game. Do you think that means Ten Hag leaves them out against Palace? Well, I think I think first of all we should preface that with a, what's the goal in these two games? Is four points? Would you take four points? Who's the win against? Well, that's a that's a that's obviously a huge factor. Yeah, I, w- well, I would take four points. If would you take three a... points if it was a defeat at Palace and a win at Arsenal? Does it make much difference? Like if Arsenal basically win one game and draw, it doesn't make much difference, does it? It does because if we beat it's, Arsenal, it's that's six, that's a six pointer, isn't it? Yeah, it's a six pointer. Um, I mean, I, I think you have to go. On, you have to if, if you got serious aspirations of doing anything. I think the I think it's important to win at Palace because it gives you a thirteen point gap over Liverpool and Chelsea as well. Oh, I don't think it matters. Right wow. now, by the way, right as, as much as I'd love to think it doesn't. Right now, I'm still not there with this United team. So you know, categorically, we're finishing top four. I think we we'd have to have an almighty fucking slip up. To not finish top four now, um, but mate, just just keep riding the wave. Go go for a win. Mate, nobody right now would will want to play United. Mm. We are probably not only one of the informed teams in the Premier League. We must be one of the most informed teams in in Europe, right? Uh, nobody will want to go Apart up against. Barca. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're hitting form at a good time. Hooey, <laughs> that'll be a good game when it comes up. But uh, me personally. I'm not. I'm not resting Casemiro. Uh, I'm Casemiro is the Casemiro can play on like a yellow card in the Champions League final for like eighty minutes. Yeah, and he does love. He does love a cynical foul, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's a, he's he's fucking. You can't take that away with yeah. yeah, but then he also. Have you seen that video clip of when he gets um taken to the side? Yeah, he's fuming. Uh, <laughs> he's like, get me fucking back on. Um, I mean, like I said, he's he's experienced enough and fucking long in the tooth to know. Okay, well. I've got to get through ninety minutes and not get booked, or seventy minutes. Let's go exactly. two, three. It's not got to get ninety, man. Yeah. He won't. He won't yeah. play the full ninety. And then all it is, you play the ninety again at Arsenal. You play 60, 70 minutes in the cup against Forest. If you do, we do the job in the first leg next week in Forest, you don't play him against Reading, and then you don't play him in the second leg. He's got ten days off then. That's his rest. That's his rest period then. That's a lot of football battle for him. Do you not think? No, but it's not. It's. You're almost no rest in between. You're talking like you're talking like ice bath, recovery day, and then a bit a bit of tactics, and you've got Arsenal. I think I think he's fit as fuck though, so Yeah, I know. I mean he is fucking out. I mean, what do you mean fit? Yeah. <laughs> I would. Well, another but, canoe in your pocket there, Alex. What's going on there? <laughs> yeah. Getting, I'm, getting, marketing. I'm getting a graze. You, you're gonna you're gonna need an element of playing a court the core of your team. And I, I don't think he starts against Palace. I reckon it's McFred. You think? I, I just, I just don't think he can. In in the in the wave that we're on right now, Bow's right. You got to ride it, and Casemiro is the fucking captain. I, He's not about captain. I reckon Maguire plays as well. Nah, I don't know. Martinez, surely. Do you Martin think? Is you, I mean, this game. I don't know. He's got yeah, I've probably got Martinez. That Arsenal sure. game is so big, though, isn't it? Like, if you can somehow get through. Yeah, but, but you can't. You for me, you can't look that far ahead. It's all about Palace now, and you have to go one game at a time. Mm. You're absolutely right. You're right. I, I, I think we're, we're in this really good position where fuck what's going on below you, fuck what's going on above you. Just keep doing your job, and you're going to end up in a rather good position come what may. And then that's when you see what you're like. For me, I, I said last week, March, beginning of March, mid March is then that's when the fucking title race is going to heat up. Yeah, we could. And, then, we, and you, we, all you go, keep yourself in the conversation until then. Yeah, and then that's when we could and then, get a proper fucking hiding at Arsenal if 
we don't have Casemiro yeah. and Varane tweaks a groin, like but I don't know. I'd be cautious say, with them. Same, same with them. Odegaard could get fucking pull up How? in the first minute. How they've got no matches now between between now. Yeah, and no, now. Could, if they could could do it early in the game, and suddenly your whole game plans out the window. It can happen, but I don't know. It just see, it just seems to me like for these sort of level of athletes, a real difficult period of of matches and, and almost no re- recovery time. I mean, it is. It's a game. We've got a game every three to four days until I think the middle of March, there or thereabouts. And they're big games. We've got Palace now. Then we've got, well, you just ran through them. Arsenal. Then you've got Forest semi. Then you've got Reading is a game where you can rotate and you'll be all right. Then the second leg of Forest. You've got to think what Arsenal are going to do because they've got a pack. They got yeah, but, not, they, but they've got, they've got a whole got. week. They've got a whole week's rest before they play us. That's all they should be. They've got to play, a, I reckon, a higher standard of team overall. Than we have. Yeah, in that period, yeah, probably, you're probably true. I think Palace is shit. I think we, I think we could put, I think we could bench Casemiro and Varane and beat them. We, when was the last time we had an easy game at Selhurst Park, man? Mm, don't know. I'm trying to think. I think that three 0 under Oli when I think Lukaku scored a couple when Matic in the pink shirt, last minute volley. That no, 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 and that still stands one of my favourite away days. That Matic two nil down. Then he fell over the advertising hoardings at the front. <laughs> But no, I, all I remember in the last, I remember Ibrahimovic came up with a late winner once under Mourinho. Yeah. Um, I just remember tough games. I see, I see Selhurst Park in a similar way as to what I see Molyneux. I think Wolves and Crystal Palace. Yeah. I think it's going to be a similar sort of game. And that game against Wolves was tight as fuck until Rashford got the goal that made the difference. And I, mate, that's my, that's my, that would probably my, be my prediction. I think. I think I'll go for a one 0 I don't think it's going to be an enjoyable game to watch. It's basically a game where every player is knowing. Fuck! You just got to get through this. You got to get three points. We've got Arsenal on Sunday, uh, but they're going to have to focus on it. I think Casemiro starts. I don't think Ten Hag rests him. But in an ideal situation, we're one-two up after sixty, and then McTominay yeah, comes on and does fair. the job. That's fair. I'm I'm more more worried about Rashford than I am Casemiro. What you mean in burnout terms? But I burnout doubt he starts. Though. Do you not think? Do you not think he gets a rest? Or at well, least you know you have bench. to. You have I mean, to. You I, think. I mean, I think Vegas will probably make his Vegas debut. Right? Play. Martial didn't look. I don't think Martial was fit. Has Ten Hag said that Martial wasn't fit? Yeah, yeah. Because took him. obviously he went off injured, didn't he? Mm. Did he say he wasn't fit before the game started? Because that's that's what it looked yeah. like. Yeah, he was like touch and go to, to play. Yeah, yeah. And, Martial, and he looked like he was protecting something, didn't it? When he was trying to run, like he wasn't. Yeah, man. He did not look in any way, shape, or form fit. And it's it's just, it's, it's the same old conversation against Martial. So I don't think we should waste any time talking about him. Samuel's got, got, Sam got a picture of him on his dartboard. Oh. <laughs> That's a bit odd. <laughs> he hasn't really hasn't got a dartboard. He, he should get one though. <laughs> yeah, what are you saying down there? I didn't hear you. Garnacho. I reckon he starts. Hmm. Yeah, Garnacho will start. Garnacho will start, and Anthony should start as well. So it, 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 look, I'm looking forward to seeing what we we talk about what we need and bow you're right Anthony's got to start scoring Sancho's got to come back in and start sharing the load mate I just I don't know maybe it's just the blind optimist in me but I've got a good feeling about Vekhorst I've got I've got a good feeling that he's been he has been signed at the right time and he seems fit he seems ready remember he's he's got nine goals and four assists for Benfica this season he did what he did at the World Cup you know normally when you see like a six foot six bloke and they're a bit like Peter Crouchy like they look like a pipe cleaner he's He's got a bit about him. He's, he's got a natural physique too. And if, if we can play to his strengths, I'm looking forward to it. Whip those balls in, man. Give me some... Are, get, you, are you trying to say he's six foot six, hard as fuck? 
He does. I'm quite excited. I've also got a canoe. He's got Bruno and he's got Ericsson behind him. Both have got a couple of wands. He's perfect. He's perfect. <laughs> Ericsson's got a wand. Yeah, I've got a wand. <laughs> when Guardian Le- oh, no, no, well, no, Welcome to People's Podcast After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OnlyFans edition. Now look. Jesus. Wait, what's... what's What's your, prediction for, what's your prediction for Palace, right? So regardless of whether we're going to rotate or not, do you see us coming away with three points? I know that Palace yeah, aren't nil. playing good right now. They're not playing good. 2-0. 2-0 right? nil. Nil from nil. I'm going to go 3 nil. I think it's going to be... I think United's going to turn up, get the job done, get home. Fuck. I wish I had my... Yeah. I'm going for a... I'm going for a... a good, I, 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 I think you're right. But I just think the way we're playing at the moment, things are confident they're going to go, you know what, fuck you, we're going to steamroll you and get the fuck out do of you, here. Do you reckon it's a game that we're going to go out and try and blitz it, genuinely blitz it in the first 20? I'd, no, like, I'd like to hope to see us, but it's it's one of them how Palace always tend to start quick against us as well. Um, it's I think it's also, for them, it's you nullify Zaha. I think you're, you're quite... Who else have they really got? Eze? Well, yeah, really I like Eze. Do I like Eze? <laughs> No. Yeah. I... Good. Good score. Score draw. Or oh. Maybe more. Maybe a tight two-one win. Well, are you gonna are you gonna invade the pitch if Vekor scores? Yeah. No, no, I won't be invading the pitch. No. Come on, mate. You got to do it for the team. I'll be out there by half time. You know me. <laughs> they, they do look shit at the moment. Just looking at the last. They are shit. They are. They shit. are. results. They really aren't playing well. Yeah, I watched the game against cool. Chelsea at the weekend, and it was. Um... Was that on Sunday? Yeah, it was on Sunday. It was. I mean, Chelsea were well. You know what? You know how Chelsea been playing. They're all over the shop. They have no idea what's going on with that football club. And yeah. they, Chelsea made hard work of Crystal Palace. But look, I suppose I'm a little bit pessimistic. I'm going for a one nil. I think it'll be a scrapper. But do you think it's do you think it's possible to preview the game against Arsenal without knowing what the result was against Palace? No, mm, no, because you you could have injuries, could have like suspensions as we're talking. You could have Rashford going having it scoring a hat trick, and standing there like this with his hand on his head. It's a massive yeah. game, and I for some reason I I just think that this midweek game is a big real problem. It's a real disadvantage. I don't know. Maybe I've just convinced myself of that. But no, it is. It is. It's been put in because it's it's a spare midweek and we don't have many. It is a massive disadvantage, but that's what happens when you plan a World Cup in, in mid-season and all of a sudden you've got to fit the rest of the season around all these little tiny gaps. And United have, yeah, we've just, we've been dealt a bad hand in the same way that, look, there you go, perfect. In the well, same the way... Is, it's, it's not just going to impact us. There's nine other games from that game week that need to be replayed. I think City, City playing Tottenham this week as well. That's one of the other games from that week. So... That'll go in gonna, somewhere. Yeah, everyone's going to have these games. Um, we've only got one more with Leeds to to catch up on, um, so I'm, I I personally rather have that game now than in and around Easter when you potentially got domestic cup quarterfinals, semis, European cups, European cup. Well, you know what I mean, European trophy semi-finals, quarterfinals. So I'd rather keep those weeks for those fixtures. I don't I don't want to be playing catch up fixtures then. You want what's for me? So at points on the board, game on the board. Hey, what do you reckon Arsenal fans would be thinking? Because obviously Arsenal fans have got a full week to think about the game, and it hasn't really mattered. I think you mentioned it there, uh, Red Leicester. You mentioned, um, wasn't it when Leicester were? It was I think it was the year that Leicester won the league when Arsenal came to United, top of the league, and that was when Rashford had scored two against Midland, 
and then scored two against Arsenal at Old Trafford. I think that was that year. That yeah, they, yeah, I, think it was. Were, I think they were top when they came and they were like, ah, oh, we're going to win. It, like, it doesn't really matter what form Arsenal are in. Whenever they come to Old Trafford, we've had their number, but I don't think we've won at the Emirates in a good few years now. I think maybe since, was since it Lingard? Lingard, is it? Since Lingard. I think that might have been the last time we won at the Emirates. They've, 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 they've got to be nervous, right? More than uh, They'll have the confidence of how they're playing, but they're going to be a bag of nerves because I think all yeah. Arsenal fans have got that voice in the back of their head going, something... This isn't real. Is this coming. isn't real. This isn't real. Something yeah. is coming. <laughs> and if it's going to come, it's, it's probably going to be us. We're the only team to beat them this season. And we kind of had their number in that second half. Arteta yeah. went crazy. Started throwing like three one five or whatever his formation was, and then we scored two goals on the counter. We could give them a little bit of a man versus boys lesson, like we used to under Fergie, because we've got those that, sort think, of players. I think that's what I would do. I'd go there first first ten minutes, put Vegas up top, Casemiro fucking lump Odegaard ten yards and ten fucking meters into the air. Do the same with Saka. Do the same with Martinelli. He used to, he'll start crying like a bitch. Um, I think that's it. And He's just, fucking just class though. Get into him. Get into him. That's one 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 thing with with Arsenal historically. You let them play football, they'll beat nineteen teams out of the league. If you let them play their football, you start kicking them, they'll probably lose to nineteen. That's Arsenal. Do, Always has been. They do seem a bit different this year. I have to. Oh I no, no, to, I agree. I have to agree with you. There is something. There is something a little bit un-Arsenal about this Arsenal team. I mean, if, if you, you, know I mean. you talk. You mentioned Leicester. Their, their, um, in terms of their their team so far to to date for the season is very similar to Leicester in terms of the core of the team. All played this. All played. I think for Leicester, you had Schmeichel, Huth, uh, Morgan, Mares, Kante, Vardy. Okazaki, everybody played like 30, 35, 36, 37 games. Arsenal, I think they've got eight on eight players who have played pretty much every single game. Yeah. And as Alex said earlier, that's going to start coming back and biting them at some point. Because once, I think they'll go out the FA Cup, but once they start progressing in Europe and then the league fixtures start coming thick and fast, you've already got Jesus out. All you need is one of the other front three, four, two to pick up an injury. Suddenly, it's back to the same old Arsenal. And not like not like we've got loads of depth though. Oh, no, no, I said we, I said we, we, we're exactly in the same situation. Anything happens to Casemiro, Varane, Rashford, or Shaw, which I think are our irreplaceables at the moment. Um, we're we're in the same same kit. Hence, why I think City will win the league purely because of their depth. I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing. Like you're talking about the irreplaceables there, um, I would definitely have put Martinez in there. Uh, obviously, he hasn't played in the last few games, but I think it's it, how good is it that we're still playing to this level with this sort of intensity? Yeah. And Martinez hasn't been in the team. Yeah. I think I that's think probably going. Well, well, hold hold your horses there. Let's, let's not go crazy. Shaw is. I think he is. Shaw has been brilliant. He's six foot one, don't you know? It's, I still don't believe that. And like Dennis isn't six foot, and I don't think Shaw's six Dennis foot one. Dennis isn't six foot. Nero's <laughs> five foot. Okay. Or not, but I think we lose so much with Shaw. No, yeah, we need him at left yeah, back. No, Although, Malassi Malassi was good, fucking brilliant. He was brilliant. Probably his best game was against City, right? I don't think I, he offered us defensively. I think he was good. I think Wambasaka was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I, I had to. I had to do a video today apologising to him. I absolutely wrote him off. I thought there's no mm. chance he's going to thrive in this Ten Hag system. And then he pulls out a performance like that. It wasn't. It wasn't just his dribbling, Wan Bissaka. Mm. It was the 
he was passing first time. It was like he showed intent to bring it forward. His body was in the right fucking position. He, he, his language was far better on yeah. the pitch. That dribble was a people. fluke, though. There's a people. Come on, come on. <laughs> he, didn't know where the, he didn't know where the fuck he was going with his feet. Don't take it away he from him. He was doing Alex. the okey-cokey. <laughs> Neil, what's your, it's Neil, a great situation to be in where October, November, we were saying he's fucking, how much are we going to get from him in January? And now we're fucking singing oh, his praises. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I like having him in the team because he's, he's, you know, he's not going to get, he's not a pushover one-on-one. He's not, um, you know, whereas Deleuze is probably not as not as physical, not as good a defender. I think even if Deleuze fit, Wan-Bissaka starts against Arsenal, by the way. Probably, against yeah. Martin Because mm-hmm. you're looking at a man who's who's unstoppable, really, in a one-on-one defensive situation is, is Wan-Bissaka, isn't he? I always thought he's well-suited as a centre-back. What, is, what, in the back, oh, back three, yeah. back five, you mean? Maybe yeah, eventually. I mean, Maybe move him inside a little bit like done with Shaw. Yeah, but his skills are all about like defending in space, right? Because he's so agile and like he's got that long stride. I think that's two sure very good matchups coming Saturday, Sunday. Then Wamba Saka, Martinelli, and Shaw and Saka. Saka, unless Shaw plays centre half, which he really. No, no, he, he won't. He won't because we need Shaw against Saka. We absolutely. I think. I think, I think with Martinez, I think it's a couple of things. It's one, he's probably easing him back in, but two, it's a bit of a punishment to him. Um, because Ten Hag was, I think, was a bit pissed off before the Forest game, before Christmas, when he was like, "Yeah, I understand he's won the World Cup and he's having a party, but he needs to remember that we've still got a game in a couple of days." Posting so... pictures, drinking like Jack and Coke at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that before in my life. I've no, 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 no. What? What? <laughs> what is Jack and Coke? <laughs> Mate, you know how bad we feel after like a forty-eight hour bender. Imagine Oof. winning the World Cup, the bender after that, body destroying. But um, I'll tell you what could happen on 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 Sunday. You could see another Fred um, doing it, like Herrera against Hazard, just doing jaws around the pitch because it worked on De Bruyne and Odegaard is basically the heartbeat yeah. of that whole last Casemiro and Fred, big game. Both of them got to play together. Like They are really formidable in there. I think, I think the midfield is the same. Is, I I think, think, I, is, is I think the team the same? Uh, yeah, the setup's the same. It's your, it's your what you either your Weghorst or you go in Weghorst because you need somebody who's going to be playing with the press up front. Do we lose and... anything with Weghorst up there though? Do we lose like? Well, we won't know until we play him, right? Well, I don't know. I thought maybe you know it's your job in it. <laughs> oh no, I do know. Like he's <laughs> in the time he played at Burnley, there was nobody who pressed more per ninety minutes than Weghorst. Yeah, he, but, he's like, agile. He runs. Sample. He's got strength. I mean, it wasn't. It was he played like sixteen hundred minutes, something like that. It was a decent enough sample, mate. He trust me. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. He really fits the profile. It's not, it's, I keep saying it, people are trying to compare it to Solskjaer signing Igalo. And that was just yeah. like, all those United, balls that Martial loses we on desperate. the halfway line. No, we, we, we were desperate to sign a striker. That's why we got Igalo. And we, is, although we are desperate now, they caused ticks a lot of boxes for is what? There any, is there any, um, anything in these links to Tielemans today? Oh, well, he's, yeah. he's, he's available on a free in the summer. Hmm. So you could get linked. You could go after him, but in the same way that Trossard as well, he's, uh, he's available in a free in the summer. I wouldn't say he's shit. Tillemans is not shit. shit. Yes, he is. He's he can't, he can't fucking up. run. He can't defend. Come on. I mean, that's such he's a bad. I mean, you... it's like it's like getting one. Well, just get Matter back. Get Matter back then. You're going to compare Tillemans right now to 47 year old Wan yes, Matter. Yes, I am. Yes, that is mate, as, as a poor. Look take. how bad Leicester are. Yeah, I know. He's yeah, bad. But he can't but even get in the team, can he? He doesn't even start every game. No, I think that's a, some some of it's down to him playing a bit hardball on the contract, but less the situation is down to the financial circumstance of the club. The club, though, they didn't sign nobody in the summer. 
you got Jamie Vardy. Get, and... get him in now, then. What's the point waiting for the summer? No, no, the, no, no, no. The link was with a January yeah, yeah. transfer. I, you, you get him on a cut price. Six months left on his deal. You give Leicester what 10, 12 million and you get and you get him in. Um, because I think we are going to need another body in the midfield. Because at the moment you're relying on what Ericsson, McFred, Casemiro, um, Bruno. Did you see McTominay getting linked with Newcastle? I wouldn't nah, surely go. That was a little bit random. Uh, Newcastle were apparently looking at um, Conor Gallagher, Ziyech from Spurs. Who's the other one? Uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. And then I think it was Sam Wallace. I don't know who it was. Telegraph. A uh, decent reporter saying that they want McTominay. Um, they've heard that McTominay's not happy with the amount of game time he's getting. And that if they get any sort of murmurs that United will be accepting bids, then they're going to fire one in and try and get McTominay in Jan, which I don't think would happen. We he's can't. Re- that, that'd be ridiculous. It's like a Scott. Scottish Sean Long stuff, isn't he, compared to what they've already got? So it's like, yeah, what it's are you really? Yeah, it's a bit yeah. weird. They can, I mean, they can I, have them, like, 50 mil if they want. I think with Newcastle, you, I think you, we were discussing it with a mate yesterday. They're kind of at that Roque Santa Cruz, Craig Bellamy type signing stage where suddenly they break into the top four. That's when your fucking Yaya Torres and your Aguero's are going to start coming. I always so, hate Rocky Santa Cruz because he was the uh, he was a striker when he played for Blackburn that ended the yeah. and the Sar. Rio, uh, Mount. How many guys, how many minutes was that? Was that 800, 900? ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Rachel Fisher. And I'm Desi Jenikin. And we host Hollywood Crime Scene. Our show is about the salacious crimes and scandals of the rich and famous from the early days of Hollywood to the 21st century. We also cover Los Angeles history, true events that inspired movies, interesting biographies, and more. At the end of the week, we drop our mini episode, which recaps the news everyone is talking about, plus the weirdest stories of the week from around the globe. We also talk about food a lot. Subscribe to Hollywood Crime Scene wherever you find podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com more it was, wasn't like 1800 van der Sar wasn't playing as kushak that day was that was that at a time when the, we kept switching goalkeepers as well was it no, 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 van, van der Sar played the majority of the games but it was kushak who played no, it was lindegaard wasn't it i'm pretty sure it's kushak oh look at that and ronaldo that scored that, ronaldo scored that free kick from the angle from the left oh wing. mate that was a ridiculous one that was that, in front of the stretch end wasn't it yeah yeah i remember that but look, it's I suppose I mean that's just, that's what happens in football, man. The foot the conversation develops, and then all of a sudden, this week we're having conversations about whether United should can be considered genuine title contenders. But the, to finish this pod, man, how fucking good a job is Eric Ten Hag doing, right? Especially at this stage, it's finally after years of just I don't know what the hell we've been doing post Fergie, we've got it right. We've absolutely got it right with Ten Hag and at the same time we're getting new owners in by the end of March if everything goes right it's uh made the future looking good man and te- yeah te- what Ten Hag has done is is special I think and I suppose that's why I'm getting so hyped Neil um talk about Ten Hag for a minute uh he's Dutch good is that a minute no no he's amazing like, I mean it is it's 
I mean, it's there's a lot. It's hard to really talk about about just falling into cliche straight away, and it is. And Bruno said it as, as well. It's like it's not a, it's not a series of individuals anymore. It is a team. Um, discipline, something that we've completely lacked. I think player powers has been sort of toe punted to touch completely and utterly now. You're literally nobody's safe. You know, if you're if you fuck around. You're basically um, out. Yeah. And you admittedly, uh, he punished Rashford for about 50 minutes or something before bringing him on. It wasn't like the harshest. <laughs> how dare you? I know. Yeah. We look, you look at uh, how Eddie Howe's handled the Joe Linton situation, got done for drink driving, and he's straight back in the starting 11 the following game against Fulham. Mm. I, I, the thing that I'm seeing different now is last season, Rashford with that same injury comes off. And Ten Hag's comments, is, I love those when he said, sometimes. You're going to take a hit and it's got to hurt and you've got to play through that pain. You've got to have the resiliency resiliency to to go to, to fight through that for your team, for yourself, for your for your club, for your fans. And that's what you're seeing now with this team. You're starting to see this team fight and getting setting that minimum standard of performance and what what is acceptable. So well, look, as I said to you. Mate, look, every single week that it's changing, let's hope that next Monday when we come on, we've got two huge games, away at Palace and away at Arsenal, both individually on their own. They're tough games. Palace are playing shit right now. We've all backed it for a win. I've gone for more of a tighter win than, than all of it. Actually, no, Alex, you went for a score draw, didn't you? So we haven't all gone for a win. But um, Arsenal next week, if we can come our way from there with three points, the hype train is is going to the moon. We're, it's going to hit new levels and, and then we'll see what Arsenal are really made of. But if that happens, <laughs> we're three points behind Arsenal, baby. And it is game on. And then let's see what happens. But look, fantastic pod. Fantastic weekend of results. Liverpool looking absolutely garbage. City, we're beating them. Chelsea, man, they managed to beat Crystal Palace just. Spurs, bang average. It's good for United to be looking the way we're doing, continuing these wins after wins. What, one loss in 19 now, I think, in all competitions? Let's see Don't whether or not it's one loss in 21. And if it is next week, then, hey, maybe 21 might happen. Look at that. So That's telling, that, that, is a, that is an outro. I'm taking That's that. That's a segue. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.